Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. In today's study of 1 John, we're going to be taking a look at what is the testimony and who has this testimony. So today's readings, as usual, are going to come from the ESV. So 1 John 5, 10-12 reads, Whoever believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar, because he has not believed in the testimony that God has borne concerning his Son. And this is the testimony, that God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. So, first we're going to look at outward and inward testimonies, and then we're going to look at those who have these testimonies. So, John looks to point to both the outward testimony of Jesus and the inward testimony of Jesus. Understanding both of those elements is crucial to how we interpret this verse. So, the outward testimony. Let's get that started with. So, all men can see the outward testimony. So, that one's pretty obvious. Um, we talked about the water and the blood. Those are obvious. Everyone could, well, not everyone could see, but everyone has heard about Jesus being baptized, and everyone's heard about Jesus being crucified. That's not something that's saved for particular individuals. Everyone has seen that. Um, we also see this in miracles Jesus performed. We see this in scriptures and prophecies fulfilled. We see this in the authority Jesus showed. The Bible talks about how the crowd saw the authority that Jesus spoke with. This wasn't like only believers could see that authority. This was an everyone thing. So, that is this outward testimony is for the whole world to see. These are facts. These are something... How you interpret them is what we're going to look into a little bit later, but everyone can see these facts. So next we're going to look at the inward testimony. So this is where we start interpreting things. This is where re- regenerate and unregenerate persons show themselves. So regeneration is where the Holy, Pier- Holy Spirit excuse me, gives life to someone, already dead obviously, and the man is able to see the glory of Jesus for himself. And so... He believes. Because of the Holy Spirit, we are able to rightly see the outward testimony of Jesus. Unbelievers can't rightly see it. Why? Because they're dead in their sins. It's almost as if you had your eyes closed and you can see light. Like if you shine a bright light, you can see when it's bright and when it's dark, but you can't see anything really. All you can see is bright or dark. And that's basically what unbelievers could see with Jesus. All they could see, they could see his authority. They could see the miracles, but they couldn't believe in him because they couldn't see him. And the thing is, they didn't want to see him, as we'll get into a little bit later. So obviously, not everyone does believe. So let's take a look at the Pharisees. Good old Pharisees. We've talked about them a little bit in this podcast. Um, they are our bad example that we go to a lot. So referencing Isaiah, Jesus said, You will indeed hear, but never understand. And you will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. So the Holy Spirit is he who makes these testimonies understood. That 
is what separates believers and unbelievers, and that's crucial to our understanding of this. We have to realize that apart from the Holy Spirit, we can't see Jesus in his glory. We can't understand the signs and miracles he did. We need the Holy Spirit to give us life. And so next we're going to look at those who have these testimonies. So we've alluded to it earlier, but we'll say it again. Only believers can receive the testimonies of Christ. Only those who've been given life from the Holy Spirit. So a question arises. Is God just to let people remain in darkness, unable to believe in Jesus apart from the Holy Spirit? Is that just? Yes, it is just. God is in the right. We know this first and most importantly because we see in the Bible that God is just. Deuteronomy 32.4 says, The rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice. This should be enough for us to realize that God is just. I have other reasons, but here is where we separate believers from unbelievers. True believers can just see this. They see that God has said he is just. We believe that. That's all we need. However, we also see other signs, and I'm going to give those as well, but that should be enough for us. If the Bible says it, we must believe it. So, for some other secondary signs, we must also realize that those who are dead in their sins do not want God. Think about it. People who are blind probably don't want to see a rainbow because how would they know it's beautiful? I mean, think about it. And sin is not something that, like, unbelievers don't like doing. They love sin. They do not love God. And think about it. Why would you love serving God if you don't know him? However, as believers, we know why we love serving God because we know who God is. We love serving God because we love him. We delight in God. Just reading through the Psalms shows you how true believers enjoy serving God, like Psalm 119 talks about how his delight is in the law of the Lord, if I'm not mistaken, and that's in Psalm 1 too. That is why we love serving God, because we love him, and we rejoice and delight in him. And so finally, we must realize that regeneration is a gift from God, not a responsibility. God doesn't have to save anyone, and in doing so, not saving anyone, he'd be completely just and loving. That's something we have to realize. God's not entitled, he's not even entitled to offer salvation to people. He does offer salvation to all people. He, the gospel is, a, is extended to all men, but he's not even entitled to do that. However, that is a gift of grace. And so that is something that we must realize. So does that mean that salvation is only offered to certain people? Hopefully you didn't get that vibe. Hopefully, however... That is not true at all. As believers, this is where we come in. We must obey the Great Commission and show unbelievers the outward testimonies of Jesus. Then, we must let the Holy Spirit do the rest. In his good and perfect timing, he will save some and pass over others. And we must realize that in the end, God will do what is right. He will do what is the best for his glory and our good. And so, we must rest in that. So to summarize, we must view this passage as a call to missions. We must start now, spreading the gospel that Jesus has died and risen to save miserable sinners like you and me.
Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com. Thank you.